Welcome to Fine Rambles, number 149. I've been reading Plutarch, Plutarch's Lives, and I thought it would be fun just to take one of his mini biographies and try to condense it and convey it in in a podcast. This is an experiment, and the subject of my experiment is a guy by the name of Timoleon. He lived from 411 BC. (laughs) Don't fall asleep quite yet. He lived from 411 BC to 337 BC. And, And at the time, Sicily was a total mess. They had had a series of of warlords, I think you would say, or tyrants with these mercenary armies. The result was the country was almost totally abandoned. You had two different powers that had their eye on Sicily. Carthage, which was a huge maritime power that was in modern-day Tunisia, and then Corinth, who had provided the original settlers for Sicily. And Corinth is a city in Greece. So what's the situation? You have two powers jockeying over the same area. At the time, Sicily had a key strategic location, and it also had the ability to create a lot of wealth. And so from both an economic and from a military point of view, it was ripe for the picking. So you have dueling ambitions. And Corinth, the Greek city, decides to send Timoleon with a small army to try to take over Sicily. And this is a very small army. It's only a few thousand men. At the same time, a Sicilian by the name of Hysettes also wants to take over all of Sicily, and so he starts to negotiate with the Carthaginians to send him an army. Now, who's Timoleon? Okay, all we know about Timoleon up to this point is that in a battle earlier in his life, he had risked his life and been seriously wounded, saving his brother. That brother later used mercenaries to seize absolute power in Corinth. And how did Timoleon respond to this? Well, he helped murder his brother. And then he felt so guilty about it that he went into a self-imposed exile for 20 years. (laughs) 20 years. And now he is 67 years old. He is 67 and the people of Corinth decide he is the right person to send to Sicily with an army of conquest. Why? Because he has a reputation of hating tyranny, and Sicily at the time is ruled by these petty tyrants. As he's leaving with the army, as they are setting sail, there are some favorable portents. And this is a big deal. You see this theme throughout Plutarch, what we would now consider to be very random events, like a bird flying overhead or thunder, this is seen as revealing the will of the gods. And so when he gets a good omen as he is setting sail, that starts to build real momentum. 
It's great public relations. <laughs> it's great PR. So his very small army arrives in Sicily. And the people there, the Sicilians, at first are very wary. They've just been fooled too many times before by men who claimed to be liberators and instead just wanted to make themselves the new tyrant. So they're very skeptical. But early on, Timoleon gets a lucky break. He gets a chance to take a Carthaginian army by surprise. And this army is led by Hisetes, the Sicilian who was trying to use the might of Carthage to take control of Sicily for his own purposes. And they win this battle, which is a very small battle, but they win. This victory small as it is, is seen as another good omen. It's seen as another sign that he has the favor of the gods. And the result is he has more momentum. And now the towns of Sicily start to join him, which gives him more momentum. And then a huge coup. The tyrant of Syracuse, the largest city in Sicily, who is under attack by Hisetes and the Carthaginians, he hands over the citadel of Syracuse to Timoleon. It's a huge win for Timoleon to get this. It's a huge power base. This tyrant, Dionysus, he goes into exile to Corinth. Now, why would this tyrant, who had control of this fortress, just hand over the keys? Sure, he was being attacked by Hisetes and the Carthaginian army. But during the constant wars that had racked Sicily over the last few decades, he had seen his sons murdered, his daughters raped, his sister raped, and his wife raped and then drowned. Anyway, back to Timoleon. You can see the momentum right? He has these small victories, which create confidence, which create larger victories. At this point, he gets another crazy lucky break. Hisetes sends two assassins to Syracuse to kill him. Now, Timoleon is in the temple for a festival, and he's preparing to sacrifice. The two assassins move toward him through the crowd. Just as they're about to draw their knives, a random person in this crowd at the temple draws his sword and splits the skull of one of the two assassins. Massive confusion. The other assassin confesses to everything, and the murderer, the man who killed the assassin, he claims the right of revenge because the assassin he killed had murdered his brother, years before. Now, the odds of this coincidence happening are astronomical. If you saw this on a TV show, you'd be like, yeah, that would never happen. But it happened. This really happened. And so everyone now looks at Timoleon because he survived by this miracle. They see him truly as blessed by the gods as someone who cannot be defeated. So Timoleon is riding high, and Hisetes is really angry. And so what does Hisetes do? Well, he summons the entire Carthaginian navy. The Carthaginian admiral Mago arrives with 60 
60,000 soldiers. 60,000. Timoleon, at this point, has been reinforced with more soldiers from Corinth, but he has maybe 4,000. Okay, so 4,000 versus 60,000. But again, Timoleon has this insane good fortune. Mago, the Carthaginian admiral, starts to get nervous because the Carthaginians have hired Greek mercenaries, and he starts to question their loyalty. So he starts to wonder if he's going to get assassinated. What's the result? Mago sails back to Carthage with his entire army. And it doesn't end well for Mago. He gets home, he's in disgrace, and he commits suicide. Now, Timoleon, of course, is loving this. And he decides to make hay while the sun is shining. He attacks the remaining forces of Hisetes, wins, and ends up taking control of all of Syracuse, the entire city. And here he does a really good PR move. He summons the people to tear down the citadel, to destroy the fortress. This is key because that citadel was the symbol of the oppression of the people by the tyrants. And so it's a signal from Timoleon that he does not seek power. They see him now as a man who truly hates tyranny and doesn't just want to become the next tyrant. At the same time, Timoleon, he puts out this call across Italy and across Greece for settlers to come to repopulate Sicily. Timoleon is successful. People flock to Sicily for the cheap land and for the new safety. Timoleon even helps to write a new constitution. Now, at this time, Carthage lands with an army of 70,000 men. In the face of this enormous army, the soldiers of Timoleon, well, they desert (laughs) because they're afraid until he's left with 5,000 soldiers. Okay, so Timoleon has 5,000 soldiers and they march off to combat a Carthaginian army of 70,000 men. On the way there, they pass a shipment of parsley. Parsley is a bad omen because parsley is used to garnish tombs. But Timoleon finds a way to turn this around. Because, he says, parsley is also the emblem of victory at our equivalent of the Olympian Games, which are the Isthmian Games. And this is now a good omen as they go off to fight. So they keep marching, and they see the Carthaginian army crossing a river. Now this is a tactical advantage, because the Carthaginian forces are divided by the water, it's not so easy to cross, and so they have the ability to focus on just a part, a small part, of the enemy forces. So Timoleon attacks, and the Carthaginians are putting up a really good fight. Out of nowhere, this crazy thunderstorm blows up. It's at the back of Timoleon, and it's right in the face of his foes. What happens? The soil around the river turns into mud, the river expands, it busts its banks, and and the Carthaginians, who are wearing very heavy armored, are hindered 
by the rain and by the water and by the mud, and they are just cut to pieces by this vastly inferior army of Timoleon. Timoleon at this battle is 72 years old. Carthage sues for peace, and Timoleon grants it, and the Carthaginians go home again. And now, Timoleon has so much momentum that he takes two other cities, key cities in Sicily, and he puts their tyrants to death. Timoleon also finally captures Hisetes, and he puts Hisetes to death. But that's not all. He also captures Hisetes' sons, his two sons, and they are executed. And then the people of Syracuse put the wife and the daughters of Hisetes on trial, and they are convicted and executed. Timoleon wins, and he's won easily. He has just coasted from victory to good fortune to victory. Over the next year, he stays in Sicily, lives very simply, is venerated by the people, and goes blind and dies. But hey, All's well that ends well, right? For Sicily, at least. He has restored order. He has brought back prosperity. He has restored the rule of law, right? Right? Within 20 years, a new tyrant seizes power and goes to war with Carthage again. That's the story of Timoleon. I'll catch you next week.